All right. All right, so we left off yesterday, y'all. We left off yesterday with Jeremiah 29, 11, John 10 and 10, and Romans 12 and 2. And we drew a triangle. At the top, we put Jeremiah 29, 11, we put John 10 and 10, and we put Romans 12 and 2. You can put, put them in whatever order you want to put them in. However, a triangle is still a triangle. It has three equal sides. So just to, just to let you know, each one of these carry the same amount of weight. But what we're describing in this triangular relationship is we're describing that this, we believe, is a formula, one of the formulas for success in your family, your faith, and your finance. Yes, it is. I believe that. These three scriptures are the foundation for your success. It's like the formula. It's like the Pythagorean theorem in theory, in math, this is this here is the, this is the formula for your success in your family, your faith, and your finance. That's why it's so important that we understand and we comprehend this information, because once we go from comprehension, we can go to application. Once we go from application, we can then go to experimentation. Just experience a little bit. Just try it out. I mean, just don't even think. Because sometimes when you think, you think too much. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes some folks can overthink. I mean, if you if you if you if you if you're doubtful about something and you keep on thinking about it, that means you have not really understood it. Because once you understand something, you don't have to think that much. Y- y'all feel what I'm saying here? See, thinking does not allow you the full experimentation of something. Sometimes you just got to dive in, because a lot of times. You don't you go in you go in doubting the word instead of believing the word. See if you go in without thinking, just just, just diving on it. I'm gonna try this thing, see if it's gonna work. Then what it gives you is the ability to 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 really feel whether or not God is in that thing or not. Whether or not he does what he says he'll do, whether or not the word really works. Because we put a but or a however or a doubt before the word. We hope that the word works. Come on now. If that ain't doubt, I don't know it. I hope that the word works this week. And the word works every week. The question is, are we working the word? So when we begin to look at this word, we want you to experience it. And just, just, just try it. I mean, come on, what do you got to lose? You have nothing in the world to lose and everything in the world to gain by believing in the word. Because once you begin to experience it, then what's going to happen is manifestations will come. <coughs> manifestations are going to come following your experimentation. Because you know what? You know what? What happens is you begin to see the evidence. See, first you start seeing little sprinkles that it works. You know, you just see little signs. Oh, that worked. Oh, my finances, I saved some money this past month. Well, you would save some money every month if you really believe. I lost two pounds this month. Well, you would lose two pounds every month if you really believed. Oh, but the things are getting better. But things will get better all the time if you just believe. See, that's what I want you to experience the word. And then after a while, it comes into full manifestation and you don't have to believe anymore. See, you don't have to you don't have to believe for a car once you're driving a car. <laughs> Belief is not necessary because the manifestation is there. 
That's why we want you to understand that this, 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 this foundation relationship between Jeremiah 29:11, John 10 and 10, and Romans 12 and 2. If you can just get it, if you can just, if you can just get this thing in your mind and just try it. I mean, try it. We gave you all a direct, a direct scripture where you can dive into it and just begin to experience it, right? We gave you Jeremiah 29, 11. And we gave you Jeremiah 29, 11, and then we gave you instructions of how to read and write Jeremiah 29, 11. We told you that wherever you see the word you, in Jeremiah 29, 11, place your name there. That's what we said. Because with the moment that you place your name there in Jeremiah 29, 11, then you begin to have a relationship with God. It, 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 it is simple. If you're not, if you don't put your name there, it's almost like you're talking about somebody else instead of yourself. See, people always. I want, I want the best for you. I want the best for you. Come on, man. You really want the best for yourself. That, that you should want the best for yourself. Then, if you got the best for yourself, you can get the best of somebody else. But if you want the worst for yourself and the best of somebody, how are you gonna get somebody something you don't have? You give them your worst. Because you don't own it. You got to own the best of life. You got to have a blessed life. Blessed life, bless others. Blessed life, bless others. People who are who, who, who are negative, don't they give out is negativity? How are you gonna give out something you don't have? So you want to have the blessings of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You want to experience that. After you experience, you want it to manifest. You want to be prosperous. You don't want any harm to come to you. You want a hope and future. You, you, you want that. Your name should go wherever that is. The same thing with Romans 12 and 2. The same thing with John 10 and 10. Because, yes, the thief, the thief does come to steal, kill, and destroy you. Yes. But who? But God has come. Huh? He sent his son, Jesus Christ. That we may have life. Who? Me. See, I know that the devil will come and try to steal and kill and destroy me. I know that. I, I just know it. I mean, come on. It's right there in the Bible, y'all. I hope y'all reading the same Bible I'm reading. I don't care which version you read. The King James Version, NIV, it doesn't make a difference. It still says the same thing. So if you know that the devil, that the thieves don't try to come steal, kill, and destroy, but you know that God has come, that, that Jesus Christ, has, God has sent his son, Jesus Christ, for us, so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Me, 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 me. Hey, yes, Michael. Me. Yes. You know, yesterday I had this cosmetologist that I, I was talking to her, and she is angry at the, at the entire world, just upset. Her clientele has taken a... A, a dive, just, mm-hmm. you know, she's not making as much money as she used to, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and she's angry and angry. And, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to get her to call the, the line for some time now. And, mm-hmm. and yesterday I suggested it again, and then she said, mm-hmm. and I told her, honey, it's free. And she said, ain't nothing free. And mm-hmm. she then mm-hmm. said, I know at the end of the call you're going to ask me for some money. Mm. I said, girl, I 
promise you, we don't. We haven't asked anybody for any money for a year and five months. Why are we going to start with you? I know it's not free, just like them podcasts that y'all do, uh, the webinars that y'all do. I know it ain't free. I said, girl, you have become bitter. Mm-hmm. And I had to just really, I've been just thinking about this thing, and I looked up, I was looking up bitter, and it just, and it says that bitterness is an emotional state that corrodes or eats away at you. Anything mm-hmm. that acts on the mind in the, in the same way that poison acts on the body. Mm-hmm. And I realized also that bitterness, bitterness is a form of idolatry. Because you see, the more I spoke with her, I realized mm-hmm. that John 10 and 10, he Just has come, exactly, but he has stolen her love for God. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. see, when when love, when you no longer have any love in your heart, God has been removed and it has been replaced. Where now she's only chasing after money, and when 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 money is the is what you're after at mm-hmm. all costs, it becomes mm-hmm. in a it becomes that idolatry. And it will eat at you, and it was going to eat at her. So I tell you, I don't know who this word is for, but don't become bitter. No matter, no matter how bad things get, they can get worse. Honey, but you, you know what I just recognized? Check this out, though. One, you talked to her too long because it was TMI. Everything you said, she gave you... Uh, reason why she is bitter. So that's too much information to be able to consume. So that you, you did good, but you did bad by talking to her that long because my phone call would have been real short with her. Uh, okay, honey, see you later. got to go. And we would have kept it moving. But I like what you're stating because what, you, what you're stating is that bitterness that you're talking about, she falls into all three categories. She falls into Jeremiah 29 and 11 on the negative side. She yeah. doesn't know. She falls right into John 10 and 10 because the thief has already come, stole, they killed, and destroyed her all at the same time. She didn't read the second part of Jeremiah of John 10 10. Romans 12 and 2, she falls in that same category. Why? She has not renewed her mind. She falls on the negative side of Romans 12 and 2. See, 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 see what you, that bitterness is not in Jeremiah 29 and 11. Bitterness is not even in John 10 and 10. Bitterness is not even in 12, 2, 12 and 2, Romans 12 and 2. But she's falling on the other side of unbelief. She's falling on the side of unbelief. She don't, honey, it ain't about, it. She don't, she's not even believing God anymore. Because if she was believing God, she wouldn't talk like that. Her, 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 her joy has left she forgot the foundation. That's why I said this. When you know this, when you know this formula, 
When you begin to recognize this formula, then you'll begin to put the pieces of the puzzle together yourself. See, we, we don't have to explain this thing too deeply because anybody who has common sense, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say real good sense. I'm just talking about common sense. That's like the basic sense. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like, it ain't like you got a dollar, but you got four quarters. Common sense. <laughs> That's just common sense. So here we go. So if they understood Jeremiah 29 and 11, Ramona, and they wouldn't have that bitterness inside. But not only that, check this out. Check this out. This is part two of this. This is part two. If they understand Jeremiah 29 and 11, if they understand why uh, we're reading John 10 and 10, and they understand Romans 12 and 2, they will understand that all of this was already pre-planned. Let me explain to you. Write this down. Under Jeremiah 29 and 11, I'm going to give you further evidence. I'm going to give you further evidence that this will help that woman too, honey. I hope she called on the line. Tell us uh, free, free. Tell us free, free, free. <laughs> I told her it's free for real, for real, a thousand times. I know. There's a commercial that says it's free, free, free. It's free, free, free. This is free, free, free. But check this out. This is free. This is more free information right here. Let's go. Under Jeremiah 29 11, I'm going to give you the reason why you have evidence that this is, this is the formula for your success. Because wherever you place the word your name in you, wherever you see you at, in that Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, John ten and ten, and Romans twelve and two, I'm gonna tell you who you are. I'm gonna do that right now. I'm gonna tell you who you are. This is this is good right here. This is this is gonna help somebody. This is gonna help somebody. I told him this morning. I'm gonna drop the mic at exactly <laughs> at exactly. <laughs> this morning, because if you don't get this, something is wrong with you. Right under Jeremiah 29 and 11, I want you to write Genesis 1 and 26. That's right, I said it. I said it. I said it. This is further evidence. This is further evidence right here. It says right here. See, see, I'm, I'm not saying that the Lord declared it, right? This is, this is good. This is good. Right the Lord declared it. Here is further evidence that he's giving you an understanding of the formula. Because it says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, you know what Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, right? Huh? He declared, declared the Lord. Huh? I have a plan for you. That's what he said. I got a plan for you, right? Now, he says, well, I'm going to plan to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's what he says. And that wherever you have you, you put your name. Therefore, you have a relationship with the Bible, with the Word. And then you have to then go back to the basis of when he said it, before he got to Jeremiah 29 11. He established, it says right here in Genesis 1 and 26, and God said, let us make man in our image. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit got together and said, listen, let me declare something. I'm going to declare it in Jeremiah 29, 11, but I'm going to go ahead and create you before I declare Because God does what he does, and it's done. So he's saying right here, he said, let, let, let me just go ahead and make you, all right? I'm going to make you because I, I already got a plan for you. Before I, even, before, I even, before I even step out there and show you anything else, I'm going to go ahead and make you. Because you don't understand, you don't understand who you are. Because if you really understand who you are, you will understand that I want nothing but the best for you. And he says right here, and God said, 
let us make man in our own in our image, after our likeness. He, he didn't make us like a frog. You don't wake up in the morning saying ribbit ribbit. He didn't make you like a bird up in the morning to my tweet tweet. Uh, he didn't do that. He said no 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 no. I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you an out like this. I'm gonna make you who like who. Like who? Come on now. Come on with it. Like who? Like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He can put you in his image and his likeness. So if you know what you yeah, like. But, our, but after our likeness can also mean something else. Yeah. After, Come on, read after, after our likeness can also be, the likeness can be love, forgiveness. Not can be. It is, honey. It's not can be. Yes, correct. So I'm saying with this young lady, she has the love, forgiveness, all of those things have left, and she's after money instead of after God's likeness. No matter what we're going through in life, we've got to at all times be after his likeness. Love, forgiveness, gratitude, after his likeness. But she, she's missing it, honey. There's two SOSs, right? There's two SOSs. There's one SOS that means stuck on stupid. And there's another SOS means stuck on scripture. She ain't stuck on scripture. That's why she ain't holding like crazy glue. Yeah, call her and give her the podcast number. Let her read back this podcast. Tell her I'm talking about it. I don't know what her name is, but whatever she is, she, she, she is stuck on stupid instead of being stuck on Scripture. Because if she understood Jeremiah 29:11, and she understood the relationship between Jeremiah 29:11 and the fact that God said it himself, that I'm going to make you like me and the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In our image. That's what he says back there. And then if she really understood, if she really understood this thing, he says, guess what I'm going to do next? <laughs> he said, guess what I'm going to do next? He said, I'm going to let you have dominion. You see, you, you, people missing this thing. You, I hope I hope y'all got some common sense this morning to see this, this right here is the formula for your success. And if you begin to believe this word, something happens in your life. See, when you have dominion over something, this is, I'm going to try to get this. I'm going to try to get this. When you have dominion, this is good right here, you have lordship over the situation that you're in. You have sovereignty over the situation. Do you know what the word dominion means? I mean, come on, man. If you don't know what the word dominion means, you don't know what you got. You don't know what you have. There ain't no king's dominion. I'm talking about, I'm talking about dominion. I'm talking about dominion. See, dominion is sovereignty or control. It, 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 it's, it's, it's man's attempt to establish dominion over nature. Let me give you some synonyms. Supremacy, dominance, domination, superiority, predominance, preeminence, promacy, hegemony, authority, mastery, control, command, direction, power, Sway, rule, government, jurisdiction, lordship. 
overlordship. So y'all get to understand what God is when he when he said when he said that thing. If you just if you know when God says something, he means it. It ain't like he's just playing. He ain't just playing around, y'all. Uh, no, no, no. He he don't know play play. You know we do play play. I think I I think I will. I hope I will. I wish I will. I could. I hope I could. No, I hope I really believe I could. If I could, I would. But no, no, no. God said if I say this thing is done. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no can. No, 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 no. Ain't no. Oh, and he gonna try. Where in the Bible says God tried? He doesn't try. He does it. Period. It's done. He he he. Listen, y'all. He's given us. He said in our. He given in our image, right? He created us in, his, in, in the image, the image of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we look like him. We look like him. Our actions are like him. So he gave us the characteristics that he has. The problem is we don't want to believe. So, therefore, we have doubt when we get SOS, stuck on, stu- stuck on stupid. How do you know you're stuck on stupid? You get bitter. Yeah, you're a bitter fly instead of a butterfly. You're just flying around all bitter. Flapping your bitter wings, trying to contaminate and pollinate other bodies with your bitterness. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. She's a bitter fly, honey. She's a bitter fly. She's not a butterfly because a butterfly pollinates stuff, and that thing that it pollinates gets even better. So we got we to gotta, gotta recognize this. The moment that you begin to see this, we're giving you a formula for all those who are tuning in. We're giving you a formula for success in your family, your faith, and your finance. We're helping you to go from comprehension to application, application to experimentation, experimentation to full manifestation that the word works. Now, this formula we're giving you right here, I'm telling you, we just got this thing. We just got it. The formula just can't. Listen, this formula right here is like the Pythagorean theorem when it comes to math. This thing, we done, this God done gave this thing to us so clear that you know, it is absolutely blowing my mind. And it works on anybody. It, this formula works in anybody's life. In anybody's life. We were teaching last week on, on Friday, and we were teaching Brennan about the word of God and how it applies to his, his everyday activity. Oh, this, the Lord said to me, he said, this is not only just for children. This, this is for everybody. You, this, this thing I'm giving you is that this word is for everybody. He said, write that down. He said, write that down. He said, draw a triangle. Oh, my goodness. Golly, this thing is so good. And then he then told me this morning about from Jeremiah 29, let me give him the foundation in, in Genesis 1 and 26. See, I don't know about you. I don't, I don't know about you. But this word right here is H-E-A-V-Y, heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. And I'm giving, I'm look. We're giving this thing to her. I'm only giving you examples of when she talks to people and how they feel and how they're going through. And I'm just saying, listen, if they get connected to this word, it will disconnect them from the world, period. All right, you ain't going all deep. We want you to have common sense. Look, reason, reason this thing out for yourself. You read it for yourself. Put your name, put your name right there in Jeremiah 29, 11. Put it, put it right there. I guarantee you. And then you write down them during my twenty eleven. Write down Genesis one and twenty six. And you, you you read it for yourself. You read it for yourself. Because the moment you start reading, the moment you begin to comprehend it, 
because it says right there. It says right there. I'm going I'm, I'm to finish reading it out so you can get this thing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got about 40 seconds. I got about 40 seconds left. I'm going to read this Jeremiah. I'm going to read this Genesis 1 and 26 one more time before I go. So you can begin to get this thing in, in your spirit. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I want you all to meditate on that. I want you all to meditate on that. Meditate on that. Is the chicken running you or are you running a chicken? Are you having dominion over the chicken? Or is the chicken, and the chicken is the thing in life that's chasing you around, that you should be having dominion over? I'm just saying, look, I'm going to leave you what I started you with. If we step, he step. If we step, he step. Are you stepping out on faith? Because God is already moving in your situation. You just standing still. Wake up. Wake up, America. It's time to wake up and stay woke. That's the end. Boom. The mic has dropped at 639, 631. Ramona, take us out. All righty, all righty. Well, I tell you, I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the strength, the courage, the obedience, Lord, not to be bitter and to be better. I pray, Lord, that those of us those that are under my voice, that they not become bitter. It's so easy to do, Lord, but we're going to stop it in its track today, and today we're going to walk in gratitude. We're going to find our gratitude all day today. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you. All right, all right. Have a wonderful day. Short mark. Have a great day.